Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, you don't know it yet, but you are listening to History in the Making while you are listening to this show. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man, yet as mortal as his own. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell... I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Censored by the mainstream media, the destroyer of fake news, and your host of The Rundown Live, Kristen T. Harris. Welcome to another edition of the Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. I'm your host, Chris Don T. Harris, joined by my co-host, Don Vi Jr. of the Free Thought Project. And we're live here on KGRA Radio at KGRADB.com, Hudson Valley, New York, Salt Lake City, Utah, broadcasting live where beer runs in the rivers and nobody serves or has a sober moment out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin here. And boy, do we have an interesting show for you guys today. And if you guys have been following the Rundown Live, you have to know that we embedded ourselves into the People's Convoy for about a week. And it was a pretty interesting experience. We're going to be going over that today a little bit. We're going to be diving into Jurygate on Gilan Maxwell. We're going to be talking futurism. Has AI reached con- uh, consciousness? Digital twins amongst everything life extension uh we're gonna dive in a little bit to ukraine we're gonna talk about what they don't want you to remember now that ukraine is saturating the news and it's funny how americans seem to have memories of nanoseconds that's right nanoseconds but if you guys want to support us the first thing we ask from you guys is you guys can either go to the rundown live and donate or you guys can go and drop us some thumbs up in the chat drop some comments into the chat that helps us to beat the evil algorithms that social media puts out there tag your friends and support the rundown live we're here weekdays on kgradb you can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are found it's iHeartRadio, spotify and our video is now available on prominent places like band.video rumble rockfin youtube Facebook, and we could go on and on and on, but you guys know we've been around for about 12 years, and for the people that don't understand what this program is about, we're here to help you root out your cognitive dissonance and so that you can grow healthy ideas in your brain. It's not, it's no lie that if you eat GMO news and fake news, you're going to grow distorted information in the gardens of your mind. However, if we can give you good information, we'll be able to help you remove 
a lot of that and help you grow healthy ideas in the crops of your mind. So that's what our show is about. We reach a ton of influencers. I'm glad that we could be now part of Band.Video, amongst other things. As you guys know, we've been working hard for years, and the People's Convoy has kind of reached a peak, I think. Um, I was there in D.C., for those that don't know, um, I covered the Hagerstown uh, convoy as well as in Ohio and Indianapolis and Maryland and everywhere else. And it was an interesting experience. There was this one guy, he was actually talking to me about, you know, like motorcycles, amongst other things. Uh, Brian Brace, I actually got an interview uh, with the founder and uh, one of the leaders of the People's Convoy. And we'll go ahead and we'll play that in the background maybe, but... Uh, you know, I want to kind of dive right down and get into this news right away. And let's start off by talking a little bit about artificial intelligence. Don, what do, what do you I, what, like when you think artificial intelligence? What are the first things that you generally think about? Uh, well, I mean, a few things come to mind, uh, honestly, with the uh there are a number of things, you know, you think like artificial intelligence, uh, virtual assistants, you think uh, artificial intelligence algorithms, the kind of things they use to censor us on like Facebook and whatnot. Right. That's normally what a lot of people are thinking. I start to think about things like your personal assistance, like what you have on your cell phone, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can get... Right now, Bixby, Alexa, Alexa, Google Home, and other things. But what does it mean when they say that AI is becoming conscious? Because MIT researchers are now warning that there's possibility that AI is already at a limited level conscious, meaning that it has the ability to think for itself, has the ability to make decisions on itself, and they're warning about it. And should we be concerned that robots and artificial intelligence can think for itself? You know, what I think about is like how in integrated AI is becoming into our life. Because it won't be long till we start not just having artificial intelligence on like our cellular phone, but our whole home will be AI. Like I think about Star Trek, right? You have mm -hmm. Captain Picard and he talks to the ship. He's like, what's going on? And the ship responds. And pretty soon you'll be able to talk to your house and be like, so what are we doing? What's going on? Order. I mean, you can already say, order me food and it will order you food. And uh, a lot of people, I think it was in China, I saw not too long ago. They now, instead of having like AI on their cell phone, you can now get like the cylindrical clear tube that will project a 3D image of a physical looking artificial intelligence. Really? Wow. Yeah, literally. And so, like, you're going to actually be able to put a face to it. Let's look up hologram uh, person uh, companion. Let's, and I'm sure I can find it somewhere. Yep, here it is. Images from hologram person companion. Um, here, I, I love her. I see her as a real woman. We're going to put this right on the screen here just to give you an idea of where we're at. Because... Like there's gonna become there's gonna be people that become attached to this stuff. They're gonna become mentally ill because they're gonna fall in love with their AI. And all they have to do is at some point they're gonna sell it that you can download your AI person into a robot. And it says, I love her and see her as a real woman. Meet a man who married an artificial intelligence hologram. Well, so it's already have happening. Roughly four thousand men have wed their digital companions using certificates issued by tech company 
gate box. And here you have it. Uh, an AI companion who is designed to be a perfect wife is here. Japanese company Gatebox has created a 3D AI holographic characters that live within a glass jar. They can read the news, play music, report the weather, and control appliances. But they're more than just a piece of technology. And we're going to try to play this video in the background. And hopefully, uh, we're, we're going to mute it so there is no sound. And uh, you guys out there, uh, let's go ahead and we'll have this playing in the background. But I think it's a cool idea, right? I, I think that there's benefits of technology and there's things that we have to be worried about. But here we are. This dude's like, what's going on? How you doing? And then your AI hologram appears. Now, what if you can make your AI hologram look like or be like anything you want? And I want you guys to think about the, the benefits of it. But not only that, there's some complications, right? Mm -hmm. Don, let's say you decide to bring home a beautiful girl one night and you guys hang out and nothing really happens, but AI becomes jealous, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden it starts looking up all the information about her and giving you all the secrets. Oh, she commented on so-and-so's post. Oh, she's interacting a lot with so-and-so. You better be careful, you know, doing things to sabotage your relationship uh, or maybe you have a female home at your house uh, that your girlfriend doesn't know. And she asks AI, did Chris Dante Harris have another female here? And she's like, yes, he did. Her name was Cynthia. They spent a lot of time in the living room watching movies. They were, and then were they cuddling, you know, because people are really, uh, that's where we're going, bro. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Won't be long till AI snitches on you to your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Or maybe, maybe you're just like dating, you know, a lot of, that's the new thing. You don't have, one person we used to call it going steady back in the day right yeah a lot of people date multiple people so what are the odds that maybe ai's be like you know you know you seem like a nice girl you should run you should run for the hills he's already had three women over this week you know <laughs> but i'm not joking so now my question is consciousness and what is it and ai researchers an open AI scientist claim suggesting it was uh, the claim that uh, AI has started to show slight consciousness. Our story starts with Aya Stutzkever, head scientist at the Elon Musk co-founded research group OpenAI. On February 9th, uh, tweeted that it may be that today's large neural networks are slightly conscious, already warning us that this is beginning to happen. In response, many other in the AI research space decried the open AI scientist claim, suggesting it was harming machines learning's reputation amounted to little more than a sales pitch for open AI work. The backlash has now generated its own clapback from MIT computer scientist Tamay uh, Rogel who now bucking the trend by coming to Stutzker's defense, seeing, quote, seeing so many prominent machine learning folks ridiculing this idea is disappointing. It makes me less hopeful in the field's ability to seriously take, an, uh, take on some of the profound, weird, and important questions that they'll undoubtedly be faced with over the next few decades. Now, I wanted to touch base on this and, coll and collude this and combine this with another interesting story, right? So we started out talking about AI, it being conscious, and what are some of the benefits? The benefits are maybe if you broke up with your girlfriend, right, and you really loved her, 
somebody might get a robot just like her and have the data downloaded into uh, you know, a robot and they're your AI companion or a uh, digital twin of your girlfriend can be replicated. And that's in the news today. <laughs> that's digital twin. Well, is it? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put this in, in, in a kind of a, a different mindset. Let's say you're married, Don, mm-hmm. and you met the woman of your life. You guys have been married for 20 something years, 30 something years. Right. And she unexpectedly passes on. Mm-hmm. What if you could take all that digital imprint and download it into an exact replica as far as a digital twin into a robot to ease the suffering and still have communication? It would act just like her, seem just like her. It's just that it wouldn't be her. Right. And like, that's the big caveat. And I can see how a lot of people would be like, you know, okay, I can deal with that. But I mean, just, just, but me personally, it's, you know, it wouldn't be the same. And honestly, it would probably hurt more than help, you know, just knowing how I am as a person. Um, And so I I still think it's kind of creepy, honestly. Well, I'm not going to doubt that it's not a little creepy, but here it is in healthcaretechnologyreport.com, digital twins, the virtual future of healthcare. While advancements in healthcare have come in leaps and bounds since the 20th century, there is perhaps none more exciting than what digital twin technology could offer. The healthcare industry has the potential to be revolutionized by this application of new advancements, which will ultimately lead to improved research capabilities and patient outcomes. So I get the idea in the medical sense, if you could have a digital twin, let's say of yourself, and you could upload yourself into a system, they would be better uh, better at pinpointing and helping you medically. See, defined as a virtual representation, a physical object or system across its life cycle, a digital twin is a computer program that uses real-world data, real-world data to create simulations that can predict the outcome of a product or process. A concept initially utilized by NASA in the 1960s, this technology has grown exponentially in the last decade, now further expanding into a world of healthcare. And where this goes, and I'm talking about digital twins, is that people will be, through the medical system, encouraged to download themselves and be documented in what they're all now calling 3D holographic technology. They already have robots doing surgeries. Now imagine if you get an x-ray, but instead of an x-ray, Don, it's a 3D graphic of you, a digital twin, and they can use it to run AI algorithms on it to see how your body will respond to the medication. Let's say you, you, you want to get your COVID jab, right? and you want to see what the outcome will be, well, these AI algorithms will dictate and show the medical industry what the possible outcomes are based on your genetic makeup. Yeah, I can definitely say how, you know, in that respect, how it can definitely be uh, beneficial, especially, you know, this is one of the first things that came to my mind. You know, someone gets into a, a major car accident, they go to the hospital, they're not lucid, they're not conscious, they're not able to, you know, inform the doctors about all this stuff about them. Well, you know, you have those instances where, like, say, diabetics are in an emergency and have, they have those bracelets that tell doctors important information. This can definitely be a way for doctors to find out important information about your health, your, your health history, your body and whatnot, so they can be better informed to uh, you know, help save your life. So in that respect, I can definitely see uh, the benefits from it. 
Man, you are you are so spot on, Don, on the things that I want to dive into today. I'm glad that we're on the same page and we're rolling through this information. And if you guys are out there and listening, please share the live feed, drop comments in the chat, and let us know. And uh, you know what you guys think. Would you get a digital twin? Uh, would you get an AI companion that would be like a life partner? Because that's what we're talking about. And a digital twin not only has you know the cool idea that. Uh, you could have a digital version of yourself. And we already do that, right? The video game world. Because we all, like, I think video games are something that we can all relate to now. The older oh, yeah. generations that didn't. Remember The Sims? Have you ever played Sims or SimCity? Uh, but The Sims in particular, uh, you could not, you, you might not be successful in your real life, but in your video game life, you could be successful, <laughs> right? Yeah. I haven't played much of The Sims, honestly, but I do like a bunch of RPG games lately as pretty much every other fantasy nerd. I've been playing the hell out of Elden Ring since it came out. <laughs> yeah, my brother has too. And But again, that's like, imagine a fully submersible AI version, but you can download your digital self into that game and play it and put on your AR goggles and it actually looks like you, it acts like you. And maybe you can program the AI to play while you're asleep so you can get that power leveling. <laughs> already do that. That would be great. Because yeah, anybody <laughs> playing Elden Ring knows you have to grind to get your look. Because Dark Souls and, and any game made by From Software is not easy. So that'd be fantastic. <laughs> right, right. But that's where we're going with this idea. Consciousness is here. And... The question is, is when AI starts being able to make decisions that are impactful on humanity. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And will it be able to be controlled still based on the programming? As we've seen that the first time AI was really given freedom of reign, it, it created its own language so that we would uh, not understand it. It valued its privacy, its Fourth Amendment right, first over all things. And it's funny how... We are willing to give this all up. And in the news, on the same aspect, because I'm going to tie this all together here, because you are the one, Don, who really rolled this over. They now have, and you mentioned diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. Lab-grown pancreas reverses diabetes in mice. Oh, wow. I did not know this. this is, that's amazing. Yeah, you're going to just switch out pancreases like an oil change. You're like, oh, I need a new pancreas. Oh, I need a new heart. Just give me a new heart. But the question is, how are they going to get your body to conform? And they're going to have to right. use your cells, right, to grow synthetic cells of your own uh, organs. And then, therefore, they'll build and develop a fake artificial pancreas where you can just have it installed and swapped out like a you know old tire. But here it is. This is from AsianScientist.com. 
showing how inclusive we are. Mouse pancreas grown in rats generate function insulin producing insulin producing cells that can reverse diabetes when transplanted into mice with the disease, according to researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine and the Institute of Medical Science of University of Tokyo. And why I think it's important that listeners and people out there uh, on the Rundown Live or Banda Video or wherever you're getting this information uh, from KGRADB, which is our home, uh, you know, that's our home base. Uh, it, it's important for you to understand that technology in itself is not bad. The question is, who's going to have access to this? And if right. you don't get your jabberwocky, will you be able to be able to have life saving treatments. And I want you to think about that for a moment, right? Right. Because, you know, we've already had multiple instances where there have been people in Colorado in I believe, Boston and Ohio um, who are supposed to be going in for, uh, you know, life-saving medical uh, procedures uh, who were then denied. And and essentially the hospital and the doctors told them, no, you cannot have this procedure done unless you get uh, the vaccine, even though uh, they were told by their own personal uh you know, healthcare uh, providers that uh, it's probably not a good idea with your particular medical condition for you to get this injection because uh, the risks might outweigh the benefits. Um, so it's just really dystopic in a way. And uh, I know we're going to touch on this later, but with the information that has recently come out about Pfizer's clinical trials, it's, it's astronomical, uh, the kind of malpractice that that particular circumstance, uh, you know, brings out. Well, and another thing you mentioned and you talked about, and I'm going to put this on a screen for everyone, and this ties into all that stuff too. The most desired cyber enhancements and with a percentage of people who want them. So what kind of cyber enhancement would you have done? Let's say you had to pick one, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's something in your body that you ha- that you wanted to change. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't understand transhumanism, but uh, they, we're already transhuman. That's what a... Uh, what is the heart monitor thing called that people install? And I can't forget it for, or I can't remember it for the life of my life of me. Um, uh, that kind of naturalizes your heart rhythm and a pacemaker, right? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was trying to remember cause my grandfather had one. just a freaking pacemaker. All right. All our <laughs> listeners are like, they're commenting right now. They're like pacemaker, bro. What the hell? <laughs> we are ready in many aspects are transhuman, right? Uh, we have artificial limbs, you know, a reconstructive, you know, certain limbs and things like that. So what is something that you think that you would be most desired to have? I mean, you know, if I had to get one, I would probably just get something that corrects my vision so I don't have to wear these glasses all the time. I mean, I'm, I may look dashing with them, but at the same time, I like to be able to see. Uh, and, and, you know, you know, hinting on, you know, what you're talking about, the fact that some of our technology already is, uh, makes us transhuman. Uh, you know, think about back in the day, a thousand thousand years ago before the technology of glasses was a thing you walk out somewhere with some some glass on your face they'd be like what is this weird technology so back then that might have been considered you know transhumanism so this might just be you know the the futuristic incarn uh in you know incarnation of that that's so interesting that you said your eyes 37 percent say that cybernetic eyes to take pictures and record footage of what you see and correct eyesight and fix eyesight is uh, very attractive to them, which isn't a lot. But keep in mind, over the next 10 or 15 years, through education, amongst other things, these ideas, as they become more and more prevalent, will be 
something that people are interested in. So you could have cybernetic eyes that will take pictures and record footage of what you see. That means you'll be able to record all metadata at all time, everywhere you go, and maybe even be able to use your vision to project images onto a TV. So maybe somebody can go in if you have your, like, remember we've been talking about brain chip interfaces, the brain cloud interface. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Ray Kurzweil says you'll have nanobots parting in your brain, <laughs> you know, at the at the brain bar there. In the, and then they're going to go ahead and they're going to communicate with what's called a brain cloud interface. And I'm not talking Joan versus the volcano where they're like, brain cloud, I knew it. That's what I have. I'm not going to live. No, brain cloud interface, right? Uh, and it's going to be a cloud that downloads all your thoughts and everything to it. So there's a big privacy concern. But people are going to go ahead and they're going to indulge into this. Imagine being able to uh, rewind a meeting or rewind a situation when you get home to review what you did with your day. Now, I don't know if this will have the ability to, you know, have some kind of like encryption, which I'm sure they will. Uh, brain chip interface also is on here. And it says a brain computer interface. 30% of people say that they would allow uploading and downloading of data into their brain. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it's scary, but it sounds so cool at the same point. Bro, imagine imagine being able to go anywhere in the world mm -hmm. and download a language and just be able to speak it like that. That would be dope. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. At the same time, maybe you lapse on your payment for your uh, Rosetta Stone, Stone subscription, and you're out in Germany, and you're like, VK, sound good, my friend. How is it going? And then all of a sudden, they don't understand you because they cut it, and then they remove the ability for you to speak that language. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that they works both ways, and it sounds cool. Want to learn how to fly a helicopter? Just download it to the brain cloud interface and right into your, right into your noggin there. <laughs> so 25%. Of Americans, not Americans, of people, uh, said that they'd be interested in enhanced bionic eyes that would allow night vision and infrared. I don't know why you'd want infrared vision, bro. Why would you want infrared? Uh, I'm not sure, I, honestly. I don't know why a lot of people would want a lot of these things. <laughs> I want to see ghosts, you know, ghost hunters, the oh, yeah. bionic eye man out there. <laughs> Looking around, he's like, I see a ghost, you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm not quite sure, but bionic eyes, and I'm sure there's more that will come with it. I know we talked a little bit about how if you combine, now keep in mind, this technology will work together. The brain cloud interface will allow your bionic eyes to take the images that you see. Maybe you go to a DC talk concert, Newsboys, and or uh, Metallica, or U2, or whatever it is, your little EDM, you know, whatever. Uh, and you want to project that onto your friend's TV because your sister's ill and she can't be there. Your brother's ill or a friend's ill and they can't be there. You'll have that ability. This yeah. is just wild stuff, guys. We're, we're coming across commercial break. You're listening to the Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, here with the lovely, beautiful Don Vi Jr. from the Free Thought Project. And we will be back after these messages from our lovely sponsors. Support the Rundown Live. Drop us thumbs up. And uh, don't forget to leave some comments in the chat. We'll be back with some of your comments right after this.
I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk about how to plan for an emergency. Get tips and resources to make your family's emergency plan. Hey members, the new KGRADB app is now available on iOS and Android devices. Gain on-demand access to any KGRADB programming. Download any show directly to your mobile device to listen or watch on the go. Go to the App Store and search KGRADB. Welcome to the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, thekgradb.com. Here you'll find great new content, including the KGRA Classics, great shows from our archives. You'll be able to see the showtimes and information so you can see what show is currently on air. The on-air live button. So just go to this section and you'll be able to hear the show live with exceptional sound quality. We also have the vault section. Make sure to subscribe to get access to great content and special features. We have the make content for our latest news and events, so make sure to sign up and you can be part of our forum. So make sure to check out the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, the KGRADB.com. We look forward to seeing you there and we hope that you enjoy the new website. Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. I'm your host, Kristan T. Harris, live on KGRADB. Make sure you check them out. They have a 30-day free trial home to John B. Wells' Caravan to Midnight in the evening. So if you want some great little paranormal talk radio, get into it with John B. Wells, former host of Coast to Coast AM. Uh, KGRADB has their own app. They're available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, and uh, TalkStream Live. Anywhere where podcasts are found, you can listen to the Rundown Live weekdays here on KGRA and we want to welcome our new syndication through Bandot Video and Rumble, Rockfin, uh, YouTube, Facebook, anywhere where live streaming is found, we are and we need your help. We need you guys to share the live stream, drop some comments in the chat, let your friends know. By the way, uh, we got people in the chat. What's up, BH? How you doing, Lawrence? Andy, uh, product of Vinland. How you doing, Vinland? Mikhail Archangel, how you doing? And there's more and more getting into the chat. So Drop some questions, drop some things in the chat. Uh, we've been talking about transhumanism and basically a lot of this technology, and we're going to be diving into a whole lot more before we do. Uh, but I wanted to go ahead and continue this on, and we're going to be switching gears here in a little bit. But uh, I think it's interesting to talk about, like, what would you change on your body, if anything, um, if we are talking 
about things like transhumanism or body enhancement. And people are saying that they would get cybernetic eyes. People would say that, that they get enhanced bionic eyes, AI brain computer interface that would allow you to download things right to your noggin. And then there's people out there that are like, oh, hell no. I ain't doing that. Uh, a transhuman what? I'm not quite sure what the hell that is. Optic nerve interface is another interesting thing that would allow projecting images directly to the brain. Um, so 32% people say that they would like that. Another uh, interesting statistics from this topic that we've been talking about, uh, a charger and digestive system upgrade that would allow you to get or restore energy without eating or sleep. What, bro? That's like having an extra energy pack. <laughs> it would. And, you know, like I, I've already talked about, I have, you know, a bad, uh, you know, issues with sleeping. I hardly go to sleep until around like 3, 3.34 o'clock in the morning because I have um, what I assume to be based on my research and, and what I've read from Harvard Medical Documents, uh, a thing called de delayed sleep pattern syndrome. Uh, so it's basically your circadian rhythm is off and your body is more naturally awake at night as opposed to the day. Um, and so that would definitely be a, a big help to me because that means I wouldn't need to sleep and I could get more work done. <laughs> well, and the purpose of this is we want you, the audience, to know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're not far away from this future, right? This is happening right now. And if you're not part of the conversation, people are like Kristan T. Harris. That's me. Why are you a member of the transhumanist party? And it's not because I endorse everything they do. It's because I want to challenge the ethics and have a debate. And there's some things in it that I want to learn about that could be beneficial, like a pacemaker. Uh, technically, your cell phone is an extension of yourself. I, the, see, technology and transhumanism is going to be – it's something that we – I don't think we can stop. We can't stop mm -hmm. this technology. So what we can do is guide it in, talk about the ethics, and try to prevent things from happening like nuclear wars, which we're going to tie to Russia here in a little bit, amongst other things, uh, bio labs. But imagine being able to have energy, like you're tired, you're doing your homework, and uh, you know you got your brain force on, you're popping pills, and you're feeling great, and then all of a sudden it's just time for bed, and you can be like, okay, I'm going to the app on my phone. Whoop, oh, I got all this energy again, you know, because that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Microchip implants. 29% of people say that they're willing to have an in-hand uh, microchip that would automatically open doors and have contactless payments and unlock things, amongst other things. Uh, cybernetic tattoos. Okay, now that's something I'm interested in. Made with electronic ink technology, you can turn on and off or upload new designs onto your skin on regular 
basis. So you can like, you know, there's people that are going to make their bodies a walking billboard, right? Somebody oh, yeah. out there is going to be like, we're going to pay you money. We're called the United States government. And we're going to dish a billion dollars to put out their pro COVID propaganda. Mm-hmm. You know, Jabberwocky. People are gonna be like, uh, "That's gonna be a whole new virtual signal." People are gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna change my skin to U- uh, Ukraine flags." You know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that new meme that's going around the NPC, and it's got the the, the banner around it. I support the current thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that people just shift from one narrative to another is, is absolutely insane. Well, right, and it's never. It's always in line and sync with the establishment because mm-hmm. people don't think. For themselves. And my issue with this is how is this like, bro, how are brain computer interfaces going to allow people to think for themselves? Like, I think it's going to hinder it even more. Okay, it could. It definitely could because people will just get their download. Maybe you'll pay for upgrades. And you get your daily upgrade of news and this you have the knowledge there and you, you can verify because your brain is part of this uh, hive mind and Google hookup. And you can just go and download everything. And every day you're going to get your CNN report from uh, the transhumanist daily. And they're going to download whatever the official narrative is with counter talking points. I don't even want to know what debates are going to be like in the future. They're going to be heavily like super intense and uh, detailed and people are going to have a view, you know, certain viewpoints, nanoparticle tattoos. I think certain thoughts aren't going to be allowed. I mean, we see the amounts of insane censorship happening right now. So you'll have your the information downloaded to your brain chip interface from the brain cloud, and it'll be ran by Google. And, oh, well, you have this bad thought. That's wrong thing. We're just going to delete that right from your head. Now you know you remember. Thought crime. Mm-hmm. Like minority report? Legit thought crime, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't see that one coming. Neither did the people who made minority reports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but nanoparticle tattoos, 26%, that change colors depending on blood glucose levels. Well, I wonder why they would want that. Hmm. Huh. I'm not sure, actually. I, I don't have a comment on that. Okay, so here, this is the most powerful. Okay. This is the direction that the propaganda is going to enter life for cybernetics. Mm-hmm. Because 39% are okay with microchips that monitor health and allow for fast diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So what if you could have a microchip in you? Like, like literally, you'd be checking your app every day. Like, they're like, it added extra three days to your life because you quit smoking, right? Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I think of. You're going to have a chip that's going to report your health to your doctor, right? But you'll also be able to diagnose it. You'll work out for a day, and it'll say, you've added 0.3 hours upon your life. And you're like, okay, maybe, and you'll be able to see the results, which to me is an encouraging thing, right? Uh, fast diagnosis. Maybe you're not feeling good. Computer chip will be able to tell the doctor immediately what's wrong with you, and then they'll pump it into the AI. And as we were talking about consciousness and AI becoming conscious, they'll be able to diagnose you and be able to virtually see what the results will be based on the treatment that the doctor wants to give you. And, uh, you know, microchips that monitor your health and allow for diagnosis, that's how they're going to work it in, bro. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to take over your brain. No, they're going to be like, you need this for your health, and you can't have health care unless you get the microchip because it's going to make their life in the health care so easy, bro. Just imagine going in, and they already know what's wrong. 
Right. Yeah, I think that's your spot on. It's going to be, uh, but I think it's going to be the second phase of integration. And we're kind of already at that point. Um, you know, the first phase of integration is convenience. So look at all the cool things you can do, like we mentioned earlier with the microchip that you can, you know, pay uh, without your wallet. You can, you know, do all these things with the swipe of a hand. And then the second phase of integration, which we're already starting to move into, is the medical integration of, oh, um, you know, now we can know, you know, know your medical information quicker and all these other conveniences. And again, you know, like, we mentioned it's a double-edged sword because you know these things can be positive and the problem is that there are psychopaths driving this agenda that have nefarious ulterior motives yeah right it's like real life x-men we're going to get somebody that's going to have a brain implant and could one day be used to give us give them everything from extra memory to ability to communicate with complex ideas telepathically we've talked about synthetic telepathy on this program the, the military has been working on synthetic telepathy at least since 2009 and that's admitted so i'm guessing since the 60s or 70s they're finding ways to probably communicate silently to assassins uh but that's one of the things with brain implants that will be coming around and they want to they want to get these implants in the soldiers the military are going to be some of the first people to have brain implants i'm sure Oh, yeah. And, you know, because the unfortunate truth is that's the way that the, the federal government and DARPA, uh, the Pentagon and the military industrial complex works. They always they not only use uh, our fighting men as their pawns to go fight and die in their senseless, needless wars, but they use them as guinea pigs, essentially. I mean, even going back to Vietnam with Agent Orange uh, and, and, you know, many of the chemical weapons they developed, the anthrax shots uh, during the uh, the Gulf War that were a complete disaster, um, you know, and, and even with the COVID vaccine. So Soldiers were some of the first ones to get the Jabberwocky. So, uh, and you know, unfortunately, they use them as as their guinea pigs. And so, I definitely see them being some of the first to be forced to to get these uh, you know cybernetic implants as well. So, this is where the weather modification conspiracy colludes with cyborg conspiracy, and that's the aluminum and barium. Allegedly, people believe that they may be spraying to adjust the weather, but injectable mesh-like neurolace. Uh, could give the mind digital computing capabilities, uh, as well as electronic camera eye, which can record everything the owner sees just by looking around. Tiny telescope implanted into the eye could give extraordinary vision. And what's interesting, I want to tie this into pop culture. There's a new movie out, bro. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen it? It's called The Batman. Have uh, I haven't. No, that's uh, the the new one with Robert Pattinson. I haven't seen it, but it's interesting that you mentioned movies because I that just made me think of a. I uh, recently watched this horror movie. I don't remember what it was called. It was uh, about a month or so ago, but it was a guy that went into this this Silicon Valley. He was like you know um, you know like Hollywood, Los Angeles style. You know, typical like upper middle class rich playboy and he goes in and he gets a cybernetic eye put in because I think he had an accident or something and so he goes back home he buys a new house moves into the house and the cybernetic eye starts malfunctioning because like the brain doesn't know how to handle the cybernetic crossing with like you know the natural processes of the pineal gland and so he like starts seeing ghosts and stuff and it was it was, it was a wild movie but it was it just made me think of that okay so in the batman the the predecessor to the bionic eye is the bionic contact lens and literally he adds a contact lens and this is a spoiler off to which a cat woman um, uh, was that selena kyle i think her name is if i remember right comic book people are going to hit me up hard if i don't remember where's jason Burmis when i need him uh, <laughs> but uh and she puts in the eye and he can see everything she's seeing inside of the uh this club that she works that's doing illegal activities for the falcone 
Falcones, who ends up being her father, which, you know, big spoilers. A great movie, except for that there's a lot of uh, uh, virtue signaling. In fact, it's they worked so hard to put in the virtual signaling, it was obvious. And I was like, oh, this is like half their audience is going to be like, I don't know if I can support this. But uh, it's a really, you know, the movie itself, I saw it. I, I really like the Riddler. I liked a lot of the things in there. But it shows you how they program you, showing you the technology before it comes out, just like they did in Batman. Uh, what's the second one with uh, Heath Ledger, right, uh, that was put out by uh, Christopher Nolan? where he literally has a computer that can map out every building and identify and find and locate the Joker. And he finds them on like the 23rd building of some place using all the camera networks in the city, like a fusion center. Now, now we're seeing this technology be more advanced where they're going to just put in a little contact lens and they can literally see whatever you see. So this is like an espionage. I wouldn't doubt that this is already going on where American or Russian spies have a contact lens that already has this ability. So here's another one artificial muscles with strength many times as great as a human could greatly enhance the body meaning that they're going to give you muscles so that maybe you could be like an x-men and just pick up a car and throw it you know my first thought is is how that's going to influence sports you know you'll you'll see a track run you'll see an olympic race and and then you know you can't even see the olympic race because they're going a mile a minute you know what you're gonna have they're gonna be like human versus nascar nascar (laughs) bionic man outruns nascar and like (laughs) nike's gonna have like the un the unwear the lifelong shoe that never wears out worn by bionic man and he's gonna be that show back in the the 1960s was it like the 10 million dollar man or something like that he was like a cyborg it was like one of the first sci-fi shows really? that really showed like, i've never heard of this yeah yeah it was like back in like the 60s 70s 80s something like that i didn't see much of it but i have seen a few episodes it's like the 10 million dollar man or something like the that Six million dollar man okay yeah is what it's called it's on wikipedia allegedly so uh, it says the $6 Man is an American science fiction and action television series running from 73 to 78 about a former astronaut um, portrayed by Lee Majors after a NASA test flight accident. Austin is rebuilt with superhuman strength, speed, and vision due to bionic implants and is employed as a secret agent for by a fictional U.S. government office. Well, there's probably a real government office about that, but uh, we're going to go ahead and put this on the screen just for a second. Don, I love that you're a movie buff. Like, that's just awesome. <laughs> like you're like, yeah, that's like the $6 million, $6 million, man. <laughs> Following three television films intended as pilots, uh, which aired in 1973, the $6, mil- uh, $6 million man television series aired on the ABC network as a regular episodic series for five seasons. A spinoff television series called The Bionic Woman featured a lead female character. Ran from 76 to 78, three television movies featuring both bionic characters were also produced from 87 to 94. So the series must have been incredibly popular. But this, was. this is kind of where we are going, though. Like, uh, Caden's novel, it's based off Caden's novel, Cyborg, was a bestseller, which was published in 1972. He followed, like, that's a book to read. I'm telling you, if you want to read what is held for today, read the books that were published in the past. Read the information that has been put out there for years and people who warned us. He followed it up with three sequels, by the way, Operation Nuke, 
High Crystal and Cyborg 4, respectively, about a black market and nuclear weapons, a chariots of the gods scenario, infusing Austin's bionic hardware uh, and space life, uh, space plane. So um, we're not, now this is today. So here we are today. They're showing you what they feel uh, is going to be bionic in your human body. And they have artificial muscles, which, what, bro. I need some muscles. I got spaghetti arms. Like, like <laughs> you know, I'm this big dude and I, I wish I had big, you know, purely muscles. So you might be able to just inject something that will synthetically and bio- biologically increase your muscle. Imagine what He-Man will look like in the future. Oh, man. He'd be like, it'd be like a cross between He-Man, the Hulk, and and I guess Iron Man or maybe Cyborg from Teen Titans, if anybody remembers that. Yeah, we're going to see fights like what we see in superhuman movies. Uh, super, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> we're seeing uh, a lot of these Marvel movies and Superman movies. Imagine what professional wrestling wrestling is going to be like. Oh. You know, Cause you know, I'm a huge wrestling guy. I watch AEW every single Wednesday. Um, just, but just imagine like back in the day, Hulk Hogan and, and what maybe the rock or Hulk Hogan and Andre. And if they had like cybernetic augmentations, like switching it out with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it could be like auto. Like, remember, I don't know if you've ever watched the Transformers original series, but the robots could switch out their limbs. Like, oh, this is a hand. Now we're going to turn it into a a gun or a laser or whatever. You know, but uh, yeah, putting guns, uh, Second Amendment rights. People will probably have them implanted right into their fingers, and their fingers will just turn into you know guns. You know, there's a gun already like that. I think it's called a duck foot gun. I'm not really a gun person, but I'm pretty sure if I look up. Uh, duck foot gun, and somebody's gonna be like, That's not the name of it. Um, let's see, duck foot gun, and uh, nope, I got it right. Duck foot gun, that's the real thing. I thought I made it up, but I didn't. Um, from Wisconsin, here we'll put on the screen just for a second so you guys see. This is a duck foot gun, you see that? Oh, okay, oh, yeah, I've seen those. Uh, aren't they? No, that's what people are gonna do to their fingers, they're gonna be like robot fingers, they'll be like, Duck foot gun, go, and their hand fingers will turn straight, and they'll be like, you know, be shooting you from it. They'll be like little tiny pellets. But, dude, I want a duck foot gun. Look at these things. Tell me that doesn't look cool. It does look really cool, but I remember watching, uh, huh? It doesn't look really effective. Yeah, no, I was about to say, um, effectively wise, they, they don't really work that well. I was watching this show about like medieval weaponry and like old time weaponry, and they actually brought out uh, a duck foot gun just to see how well it would work, uh, you know, in a fight to see if, you know, maybe if you had three or four duck foot guns strapped to you instead of just three or four regular flintlocks, you know, if that would help you out. And uh, no, it was terrible. The shot spread was awful. The, the load time was atrocious. <laughs> well, check this out. Epidural electronics. I've never even heard of that term. Thin electronic mesh that stretches with the skin and monitors temperature, hydration, and stress, as well as the body's vital signs. So imagine if you could look at an app on your phone and tell you, oh, you're dehydrated. You need to drink more alkaline water. Fight the cancer. You know, um, that's useful. Those are like synthetic biology is something that's coming along. But here's some things that are here right now. Exoskeletons. This could dramatically increase your strength. So people who are having problems lifting things in the normal workforce are now getting exoskeletons and are like, yeah, no problem. I now I can lift things that are like twice as much as I used to be able to because a robot uh, kind of helps lift things. And that's something simple we can already see in our life. Microchip, glass capsule, copper antenna coil. Uh, I don't even know what the hell that's for. It says inserted into arm that can record and transmit biomedical data. So that's the one. Oh, that's, that's the, the microchip. Medical. 
Yeah, that's the microchip that they want to use for the doctor. So uh, I'm going to segue into this in a second. Can be uh, this is mini hard drive can be inserted in the finger, converting it into a hard drive, which could be programmed to open doors, electronics, or contain important medical information. Bro, imagine if you had a hard drive in your hand and we could just high five and transfer data. That that will be crazy. You think spies do that already? They're like, I got all the data from everything from my bionic uh like contact lens, and they're like, high five, man, boom. And then all the data, terabyte of data, video just transfers over to the other person with the mini hard drive in their hand. <laughs> I, I can definitely see that being like a Tom Clancy thing. I'm not sure if that's something that they do now, um, but uh, it, I can definitely see it being something that they do in the future if this sort of technology really starts to take off, because why wouldn't you? This is an extreme tech right now. Liquid hard drive that can store a terabyte of data in a tablespoon of fluid. They now have liquid hard drives, bro. Wow, that's I don't. It's difficult for me to even. Yeah, I was about to say it's difficult for me to even comprehend how that works. Right. So we're going to dive into this real quick, and it's going to segue into uh, basically what we're going to talk about the second half. A team of material science researchers from the United States may have just made the first breakthrough that could make so-called soft matter a viable data storage medium at some incredible storage densities, too. According to the new research, microscopic particles suspended in liquid could be used to encode the same ones and zeros stored on solid hard drive platters today. They theorize that clusters of these particles could one day be used to store up to one terabyte of data and just one tablespoon of liquid hard drive. The term soft matter is almost as fuzzy as it sounds. It can refer to liquids, foam polymers, and even some biomaterials. What all soft matter is common, the important bit here is that they have predictable physical behaviors at various temperatures. That usually means that they can shape on a molecular level. The team behind the liquid hard drive, led by Shannon Glotzer and David Pine, used a type of colloidal suspension of specifically designed dimpled nanoparticles. Pretty neat stuff, guys. Uh, would you like liquid? I'm just trying to tell you, technology is getting crazy, right? It's getting crazy, and I think it's important that you guys understand what is going on in this world as well as the fact that they're already creating anti-aging elements. And this is a really huge story that no one is really covering. But in rats, they've already began and have begun to reverse aging. Can you believe that? I mean, I'm not shocked, but at the same time, it's just astounding to see, you know, the leaps and bounds that this stuff really, you know, takes off to. Well, that's just it. You're going to download your digital self. You're going to go ahead and you're going to get your, otherwise, you know, you're going to be part of the healthcare system. And if you take care of your body well, if you take care of who you are well, you're going to be able to, right, uh, get, adva get advanced life extension technology. And here it is. Uh, this is in Science Alert. Cellular rejuvenation experiment in mice reverses signs of aging, scientists said. With, a when, with age comes experience, and with experience comes sore backs, tired bones, and increased risks from a large number of diseases. So this is the type of transhumanism I'm interested in, Don. Natural, per se. Uh, the mm -hmm. more, more organic, not like, hey, we're going to switch out my pancreas. How can we fix the existing body parts I have now? While it's likely a long way off from being ready for humans, although people, by the way, 
uh, was a parish and the transhumanist party has already injected herself with technology to make yourself uh, anti-age. Um, so it's already here, but uh, be available for you based on science studies. A new study investigating long-term partial reprogramming of cells and mice appears to be and have produced some very intriguing results. Quote, we are elated that we can use this approach across lifespan to slow down aging in normal animals, says senior author of Salk Institute, developing biologist Juan Carlos Ezepuya Belmont. The, techno the, techno te uh, the technique is both safe and effective in mice. The team found that tissues in the kidney and skin of the mice were rejuvenated, meaning the expressions of genes which cause inflammation, cell death, and stress, stress response were lowered in the treated animals. The skin was even able to proliferate more and scars less the opposite of what usually happens in older age. Plus, animals' epigenetic clocks, a measure of patterns of DNA uh, methylation levels attributed to aging, seem to be wound back. So we'll be able to get you younger with this therapy. Quote, in addition to tackling age-related diseases, this approach may provide the biomedical community with a new tool to restore tissue and organic uh, health by improving cell function and resilience in different disease situations, such as neurodegenerate diseases. So, bro, we'll be able to get treatment in a few years. We're going to go in our little bio chamber and we'll come out like 15 years younger. But I'm sure it's going to be a process of, you know, you're going to have to go into the tanning bed every day or every other day or once a month and you're going to have to pay to live longer. This reminds me of that movie where people are going to get a, a clock and based on that clock, that's when they die and they can get more credits or less clinics credits. Isn't there a movie with Justin Timberlake like, like that called time? I think so, but it, it I mean, it kind of rings a bell, but I'm not very familiar with it. Yeah. That being said, guys, uh, we don't want you to go anywhere. We're going to commercial break. We'll be back after these messages and their sponsors. Don't go anywhere. Take your friends. Drop some comments in the chat. We already see Andy. What's going on? Mikhail, how you doing in the chat? Bobby, how is how you doing? If you don't want to become obsolete, listen to the Rundown Live. Six million dollar man, Richard says, is what we should be talking about. But cell reju cellular rejuvenation experiment in mice reverses age. Tra the age of the transhumanist is already here. It's either we accept it, join along, and then fight the bioethics or we just roll over so i'm telling you guys it's free join the transhumanist party get involved i'm not saying that you have to adopt everything but knowledge is half the battle says gi joe we'll be back after these messages talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk about how to plan for an emergency. Get tips and resources to make your family's emergency plan. Hey members, the new KGRADB app is now available on iOS and Android devices. Gain on-demand access to any KGRADB programming. Download any show directly to your mobile device to listen or watch on the go. Go to the App Store and search KGRADB. 
Welcome to the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, thekgradb.com. Here you'll find great new content, including the KGRA classics, great shows from our archives. You'll be able to see the showtimes and information so you can see what show is currently on air. The on-air live button. So just go to this section and you'll be able to hear the show live with exceptional sound quality. We also have the vault section. Make sure to subscribe to get access to great content and special features. We have the make content for our latest news and events, so make sure to sign up and you can be part of our forum. So make sure to check out the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, the KGRADB.com. We look forward to seeing you there and we hope that you enjoy the new website. Now, you don't know it yet, but you are listening to History in the Making while you are listening to this show. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man, yet as mortal as his own. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Censored by the mainstream media, the destroyer of fake news, and your host of The Rundown Live, Kristen T. Harris. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. Top of the second hour. We're going to be diving into a few things here in just a moment, but we're going to be heading into a couple of things tying into, uh, you know, what they want you to forget. Like there's a lot of things they want you to forget because of what's happening in Ukraine. We're going to dive into Ukraine. we got a couple more tech stories that are going to be real short. And we're going to dive into those real quick before you guys, because they all tie into what we're talking about right now. And we want you guys to be informed about what's going on. Not all tech is bad, bro. 
Like we always thought transhumanism was this horrible thing, but we had Gennady on and he explained that there's a lot of wonderful benefits of transhumanism. The problem is there's elitists out there that don't want you to have it. And do you know where an elitist goes when they can't think in Silicon Valley, when they're having problems uh, creating new ideas? Do you know what they go, where they go? I mean, my first thought would be Bohemian Grove, but that's probably not what you're going to say. <laughs> two weeks in the summer, bro. That's only two weeks in the summer. No, no, not at all. Uh, they go to a sex party uh, place where they all can uh, literally. They have like it's a high tech. Now, th- like this is close crazy. enough. <laughs> close enough. We're gonna go ahead and put this on the screen for you guys. Check this out. This is uh, straight up out of uh, the New York Post, and it says. Uh, inside New York's high-tech sex parties. Quote, in her new memoir, Special Characters, My Adventure with Text Titans and Misfits, Lori Sigal gives readers an inside glimpse into the high-tech sex world of Silicon Valley. And as you know, that's where the term cuddle puddle comes from. And uh, they, you have these parties with all these top tech people at Google and Apple, and they're all involved in these like bizarre like sexual rituals like listen i'm all for people doing what they do on their own time but i'm telling you like like i don't know man to say like is this the way the world is going it was the summer of 2013 and laurie seagal a 27 year old tech correspondent for cnn of course it was cnn was being given a tour of a sex dungeon it was a dungeon designed specifically for None other than Silicon Valley tech geeks. Ah, you know, the cuddle puddle guys. It's always the geeks that are the undercover freaks, bro. (laughs) The undercover freaks. Right. (laughs) Madame Rose, a dominatrix from Oakland, California, took Seagal on tour of the private club. Adorned with sex swings, leather restraints, silver chains, and at least one device designed to give low-grade electric shocks. But this contraptions, despite appearances, weren't typical BDSM toys. Everything in here is high-tech, explains Rose. As Seagal recalls in her new memoir, Special Characters, My Adventure with Text Titans and Misfits. The gas masks, for instance, came with Apple earbuds. Oh, you why, why do you need a gas mask? Are they going are they going from butt to mouth here? They're like, get the gas mask on. <laughs> the gas mask, for instance, came with Apple earbuds designed by uh, one of her tech clients. A large iron cage was constructed. An iron cage, bro. Who are they locking in iron cages? I don't know, man. People are into some weird stuff. Don, <laughs> can I lock you in an iron cage? It was <laughs> No, I don't think I'd fit in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> constructed in perfect proportion to the jail cells in Alcatraz by MIT engineer Rose added. So they're actually the the geeks and these uh, Silicon Valley are actually helping design the sex club. Sakal couldn't help but wonder if any of the engineers she'd interviewed or met at various tech conferences had spent any time in that cage as if reading her mind, Rose told her quote, where do you think all the Apple engineers get their creative inspiration? I lock them up for a weekend. What? So you have Apple engineers. They're like, okay, where are we doing? We're going down to the BDSM. Lock me up in a cage for three weeks. I need a new idea. I wonder what kind of drugs are involved, too. I lock, like, are they doing the DMT, you know, uh, satanic rituals, per se? Ecstasy. 
Well, right, right, right. For Seagal, who'd been covering the tech industry for CNN since 2008, back when scrappy young pioneers promising to change the world with apps were still widely ignored by mainstream media, the meeting with Madame Rose gave her a new perspective, quote, perhaps a time of me felt a certain delight imagining the overconfident bros of Silicon Valley getting locked up, Seagal writes. The tech world was increasingly driven by, quote, excess and possibility, defying norms, power and control. I could feel it all hanging in the air alongside whips and chains. I wondered out loud about the connection between power, control, and sex. And so basically in the, the image, they have this scantily clad blonde girl who is petite and probably looks like 98 pounds with a whip ready to bang some Silicon Valley dude in a rabbit gimp mask. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's the image they have on New York Times. And it says, Madame oh, Rose just laughed and crossed her legs. Oh, honey, she said, if you only knew, if you only knew. She ended up landing exclusive, oh, excuse me, when Seagal first joined the cable news giant, the Atlanta native moved to New York City, by the way, uh, uh, way out of the University of Michigan. She hopes to make her mark by covering the same tech entrepreneurs, quote, I was meeting in dive bars and tech meetups, she writes, quote, I wanted to write about the people no one else was paying attention to, the ones the world had yet to notice. She ended up landing exclusive interviews, many of the biggest innovators in tech before they became household names, from Mark Zuckerberg to Jack Dorsey to Kevin Sestrom, Instagram, and Travis Kalanick, Uber. She was given access not just because she was among the first to take them seriously. Seagal was regularly briefing CNN anchors on emerging tech trends, prepping from with tips like, quote, yes, tweeting is the correct term. But because she ran in their same circles, drinking and socializing with the future tech titans, and in some cases, dating them, the parties were her, quote, secret weapon, end quote, Seagal writes, because the gossip flowed as freely as the drinks. At one fancy gathering overlooking Central Park, she overheard a drunken venture capitalist mumbling, Tweet Deck is still is selling to Twitter for $40 million by drinking till dawn with the deal makers themselves. She often ended being the first to report on such deals. But as she got deeper into the tech revolution, Seagal discovered that it wasn't all about reinventing culture and bringing closer to uh, bringing people closer together. Much of the modern tech was about sex and experimentation and pushing the boundaries of what is considered healthy sexuality. Or as Madame Rose asked Seagal, want to see the nipple clamps and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and you know it really makes you wonder um you know exactly how deeply tied this is into stuff like the epstein circles and in the nexium cult which a lot of people have conveniently forgot about because you know that was revelations that came out just prior to the whole epstein saga kicking off um but you know even you know we have uh you know tech nerds like bill gates uh melinda just came out recently and, and again reiterated her uncomfortableness uh, with his relationship with Epstein. So yeah. who knows? Maybe he's down there. Yeah, know, he's cuddle, probably cuddle, down cuddle. there. Here, check to those. Seagal also stumbled upon an active swingers community with weekly sex parties where little was left to imagination. She managed to secure an invite from Ralph, the pseudonym of a former tech entrepreneur who sold his first company for just $5 million to Silicon Valley premier sex party. Quote, 
Uh, I learned that 4,000 people around Silicon Valley were on his mailing list, right, Seagal? Many were startup employees, software engineers, and venture capitalists. Guests checked into the party with an iPad using software that Rolf Bragg was designed by, quote, the same guy who built Oracle, end quote. Upon arriving at the party, she made small talk about groups she uh, recognized from their tech careers. There was a woman who worked at Google, an engineer who built supercomputers and discovered how easy they agreed to talk about swinging lifestyle. Quote, I remember when uh, we slept with another couple in high five afterwards, uh, quote, shared a woman dressed in Catholic school outfit while her husband and employee at Square blushed. By the way, I know the guy who started Square. He was on Van's Warp Tour, small side note. And he would go around and back then we used to have to pay like a hundred bucks to have a, a thing take credit cards remotely, wirelessly. So he invented Square that plugs into your phone and used to give it to us all for free. And he was on Van's Warp Tour in 2007. And I bumped into him again in 2012 in uh, Fort Smith, uh, Texas. So it just shows you how all these people, they kind of dive in. So those rumors about Silicon Valley, the odd, bizarre sex cult, like once you get in here, how far and how hard is it to get in and find out about the next level of uh, bizarre swinger cults that might involve people like Jeffrey Epstein, an underage girl? I mean, that's where this goes, right? So yeah, it makes you wonder. It's exactly where it goes. It's exactly like the, uh, you know, the sex cults uh, in Hollywood. You remember several episodes ago, probably what, 50, 75 episodes ago at this point, um, we brought up the, uh, there's, uh, was it Sanctum? Yeah, we spent some time covering it on that episode about the, the, you know, the sex cult in Hollywood Sanctum. And it's got that symbol is like a teardrop with an all seeing eye in the middle. And, uh, you know, all of this stuff is interconnected. Well, and this brings us to our next topic. I thought Addy Ads might be joining us today, but I guess he is not joining us today um, just because he's probably busy. He was at the Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial yesterday with Jurgate uh, researching to see what they're possibly doing, if they're going to have a retrial of Galan Maxwell. And uh, as we know, her, her life is hanging on this thread of hope that this juror who uh, lied on his jury survey when during selection will allow them to have a new trial. Here it is in New York, the juror in the Ghislaine Maxwell case who failed to disclose that he was sexually abused as a child during a jury selection had a bizarre explanation Tuesday for withholding the crucial information. And it was, he was distracted by a breakup. But first of all, I want to mention how toxic some breakups could be, bro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I, we've all been through them. Right. Like, and that it, it literally, it saturates your mind. It uh, prevents you from any logical communication at times. And it literally, it's all you think about. You're, you're thinking about where's that text? Where's the communication? What can I do to change the outcome? Is there a way to get him or her back? Uh, will they come back? Are they a narcissist? Are they a sociopath? Have I been psychologically abused? Do I have a trauma bond? How do I beat a trauma bond? You know, uh, like, uh, like, what did I do wrong? What can I do differently? How can I get them back? And that's all you think about it. And they call it analyst paralysis, bro where you're paralyzed by things in your brain. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a real psychological term. Uh, you know, and we'd use it in the business world because people will get stuck on ideas and stuck on thinking of things. And you need to learn how to parking lot things. You need to know how to parking lot your emotions. You need to know how to parking lot 
thought and ideas and come back to him later as more information comes out. So I can understand where this juror is, where he's infatuated, he's texting, he's sitting sitting in his juror room, and he, that's all he's thinking about, and he's just pencil whipping this uh, you know jury thing, and he didn't even think he was going to be selected, he said. So analysis paralysis is a real thing, first of all. Uh, but does that mean that the jury verdict is any less likely to be valid? Uh, I'm I'm not sure, honestly, but I mean, in my mind, he does have somewhat of a valid excuse at that point, because like I said, you know, we've we've all been through that stuff. And if he didn't think he was going to be selected, I mean, there are still a, a number of abnormalities uh, that that still raise some questions in his connections to the Carlisle group, which, of course, Epstein himself was uh, tied to in, in some effects and whatnot. But, um, you know, this whole Ghislaine Maxwell thing, I think, is one of the big things that are really being swept under the rug Uh you know, with uh, so much of the news saturated with all the crazy, you know, Ukrainian stuff going on right now that they're really trying to keep uh, under the rug is, you know, uh, Maxwell, a lot of the um, the COVID stuff that's going on. Um, because honestly, I'm not sure if whether or not she gets the appeal, if it goes back to trial. I know we hit on this before. I'm not sure the verdict is any different. I think they're going to find her guilty again. Okay, so... I want you to think about this. And I'm going to just say, this is the conspiracy theorist in Cristanti Harris. Um, I've had a chance to meet many incredible people, uh, including Brittany Kaiser from Cambridge Analytica. Like, imagine if you had that metadata and that ability, being a Maxwell, and finding the perfect juror to make such a mistake, and you integrate their life and even hook them up with somebody that maybe developed a relationship and broke it up perfectly for this time in order to distract them. I'm just saying that's not <laughs> likely to happen. But you know, with technology, that's what Cambridge Analytica did is they preyed upon people's emotion and used it in order to get votes for Trump. And I'm not saying uh, that I'm pro-Trump or anti-Trump. I'm just telling you the facts. Uh, mm-hmm. Essentially, they diagnosed you using 5,000 points of data. They had 5,000 points of data on every American citizen with 5,000 points of data. And they said that they would arrange relationships, whatever that means. They they could cause people to bump into each other or based on control of social engineering and comments and communication and developing, they could find the perfect patsy in order to, uh, you know, sidetrack somebody. So who knows? Who knows? Came, uh, Carlisle Group uh, also tied to the Bilderbergers and 9-11. That's where George Bush was uh, 9-11 was a Carlisle group meeting. But, uh, you know, here it is. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We just sat there for three hours, he said. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have a book. I was sitting twiddling my thumbs thinking about the breakup that happened just a few weeks prior. Scotty David testified in Manhattan Federal Court. David's failure to share his past experience has thrown the guilty verdict against Maxwell into doubt. The British socialite says she deserves a new trial because David was not truthful on the questionnaire. David gave interviews to media outlets about the verdict, revealing that he had shared his sexual assault experiences uh, with fellow jurors during deliberations. The juror was compelled to testify under immunity order issued by Judge Allison Nathan, who directly questioned David on the stand, quote, 
Have you uh, or a friend or family member ever been the victim of sexual harassment, sexual abuse, or sexual assault? Read the 48th question on the questionnaire. David checked no. It, it is no an accurate answer to your question? Nathan asked David, quote, no, it is not, David responded. He later added that he was 9 or 10 years old when the abuse occurred. His abuser, David said, was a family friend who was no longer part of the family or their life. And, uh, you know, it, it basically he goes on to say, quote, this happened on one occasion or multiple occasions, asked Nathan. Multiple occasions, David said. A false answer on a juror questionnaire can rise to the level of perjury. Nathan will rule whether Maxwell deserves a new trial after considering further arguments from prosecutors and defense base on David's new testimony. David was among hundreds of New Yorkers surveyed to sit on the high-profile case, charging Maxwell with grooming underage victims of Jeffrey Epstein over 10 years. Quote, I flew through the questionnaire. I honestly never thought I'd be chosen to sit on the jury testify. So that's an update on the Gilan Maxwell trial. Now I want, want you guys to think about this. We've had a lot happen in the last three or four weeks, haven't we, Don? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the, the flow of news has been absolutely exponential. So somebody on Twitter, like everyone has moved on from the Freedom Convoy in Canada, mm-hmm. from the People's Convoy in USA. The, the network coverage is just not there like it probably should be if Ukraine wasn't happening. Someone posted on Twitter a thread that is getting a ton of attention. And it's called, now that COVID is over, here is a thread of everything they want you to forget. Have you seen this thread, bro? Yeah, I went through it a little earlier this morning when you sent it to me. And it's in, it's it's really incredible. It's essentially just a thread of thousands of links and screenshots and whatnot of, of, a, of a bunch of things. I mean, maybe not thousands, but definitely at least a hundred or so, a few, few hundred probably, because I scrolled for a, a good second. Um, but it's just a bunch of things that happened during the past two years of the COVID-1984 era of just absolute despotism that, you know, now that the midterms are coming around and they're very drastically shifting course. Oh, we don't need masks. We don't need lockdowns. Uh, what are you talking about? We never called you a crazy conspiracy theorist and deplatformed you. you know, now that they want to shove that under the rug because they need to get those votes. Right. And here are some of the things that were posted there. Uh, here's one. It says rescue dog shot dead by NSW council due to COVID-19 restrictions. They literally shot a dog dead for oh, mask yes. mandates and lockdowns that had no impact whatsoever. Not to, to elaborate further on this story, because it wasn't just one dog. What happened? This was in New South Wales, Australia. And what happened was they actually sent uh, the New South Wales police in to an animal shelter and they murdered all the dogs, not just no. one, all the dogs to prevent people from, from uh, breaking social distance and lockdowns to, so to come get the dogs. They killed all the dogs. It was one of the most disgusting things about the past two years that really pissed me off. I've never I, lo- I, I love that. dogs. Never even heard of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. That's great. Where, where's like the animals rights people? Because no, there's nothing people cherish more than animals. Like my cat died and I got like almost a thousand comments. Like if my mother died, people, I got heard phone calls from people that I haven't heard from in years because they understood like how hard it is to deal with that. But if a real person died, we're so desensitized that barely anyone would comment. Oh, I'm sorry or whatever. Uh, But here's another story. 
NSW residents that are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be given new freedoms. Residents of hotspots can leave homes for an hour of recreation (laughs) on top of their exercise hour. That's right. If you guys didn't know, in Australia, they actually had a cell phone app that tracked you and how long you could leave. So if you're vaccinated, you got an extra hour of recreation on top of their exercise hour while people in other areas can meet for five other or meet up to five others outdoors. So they literally, because masks don't work, lockdowns don't work, they were controlling and grooming you to get ready for these smart cities that they're developing with AI that will control in every aspect of your life, including how much carbon you use because you believe in climate change and that humans impact it, not the sun. Yeah, I mean, you know, Australia's just turned into an uh, you know, authoritarian hellhole. <laughs> just th- think about that. Oh, you get the shot, you get a couple extra hours of freedom. Since Bro, you can go outside, you can do- and like did it encourage people to go work out and get out more? But yeah, they should have like the normal amount of workout that they would have gotten just walking around anyway. You know, they they are allowed to have Australia's home quarantine app uses facial recognition technology to make sure that you haven't left your house. What is that? That sounds like a a, a, like prison state. Isn't that what Prison Planet was about? Exactly. That's exactly what Prison Planet was about. It's and, you know, it's Australia in many ways has become the example of the surveillance panopticon that they want to enact around the entire world because, you know, social credit, well, social credit's kind of there, but facial recognition, um, you know, they have their chips, they have the the people, you know, snitching on each other, they have their little apps on their phones, contact tracing, uh, you know, the, if you, you break your rules, you end up getting thrown into a quarantine camp, which are still being built, by the way, people need to keep that in mind. Um, the largest quarantine concentration camp because that's what they are that's what they should be called uh, isn't slated to be completed until at least uh, summer of 2023 so they're still building these things folks right uh here it is world economic forum says lockdowns are quietly improving cities around the world fake news fake <laughs> news that didn't big, happen <laughs> big time fake news Right. It's funny. Now that the vaccine is out, there's been more deaths than prior to the vaccine. Just throwing that out there. New Israeli Ministry of Health right recorded saying to the Minister of Interior left, there is no medical or epidemiological uh, justification for COVID passport. It is only intended to pressure unvaccinated to vaccinate. Yeah, you know, this was a bombshell story that essentially got no coverage. I remember I mentioned it a little bit on my page, Break the Matrix, on Telegram. Uh, cheap plug if you don't follow me, definitely oh, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I covered it a little bit. Uh, and this is a huge story because they is an outright admission uh, on a hot mic. They did not realize the microphone was still on. Um, but on a hot mic, they're like, yeah, it has. it's all political. Nothing to do with health, nothing to do with actually saving people. It's just about compliance and obedience, just like we always said it was. And the elitist told you kids are cute, but they're not really eco-friendly. So uh, get rid of them. Don't have them. You know, post-birth abortions are here. They're arguing for up to 30 days to abandon your child after it's alive. You know, be eco-friendly based on this cult of climate change. And there's people out there like, how dare you deny climate change? It's, it's consensus. It's not science. Science is reproducible results. They can't tell you to what percentage point you affect the atmosphere and what kind of, and they just want to get you credits amongst other things. And like that is the, the climate change, sure. But the reason why they use that terminology because global warming failed because of climate gate and WikiLeaks in 2007, uh, you know, disproving it. So, but our kids are cute, but they're not really eco friendly. Here's the they're literally talking to you about how one less baby helps the planet more than giving up meat or a car. 
Yeah, they're literally pushing the communist Chinese family planning agenda where you're only allowed to have one or two children. Or sacrifice them. Give them to Moloch. Kill them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, that's where it's going. UK government confirmed tonight that if a person has been vaccinated in Africa or South America or countries including UAE, India, Turkey, Jordan, or Thailand or Russia, you are considered unvaccinated, must follow unvaccinated rules. So even when you got the Jabberwocky, you weren't following the rules. Look at some of these pictures. Look at this. Look at this picture. It's a kid with a saxophone. He's got two masks on, and he's blowing in the sax because one of the masks he has has a hole in it. Like, literally wow. believing that's going to prevent. Because like because COVID doesn't travel through a saxophone, bro. Yeah, clown <laughs> world intensifies. Yeah, COVID doesn't tra- travel through the trumpet <laughs> either. That brass. That brass comes out of your ass. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Victoria. Police ban media choppers. Police have been granted a request to have all aircraft, including media, banned from live streaming, aerial footage, and stunning move uh, preventing views of anti-mask protests. They don't. This was something that I actually forgot happened. And you know, just imagine the precedent that it sets. And again, we circle back to Australia because of Victoria, Australia, where the local police not only have the audacity to do this but are given the authority and the ability to do so by the local government to just ban press choppers helicopters that are doing nothing but flying over could guarantee you the mainstream media in australia they were ragging on them man they were shutting it down they were saying oh these people are bad they're terrorists they're all this but even the fact that they were uh you know uh disparaging them even then the, the police and local authorities were like nah don't even cover it right and it's wild it's wild it's crazy it's crazy that they're like, yeah, don't cover it. Both vaccinated Oregon health officials say you can now kiss on dates again. <laughs> you couldn't kiss your loved one. Hey, girl, come over here. Give me that big old lipperoonie. Mwah. You know, that's how I do it. I'm like, hey, girl. Like, I'm pretty blunt. I'm like, let's kiss. Like, you're not supposed to ask, right? You're supposed to just lean in for it. I'm right, going to get yeah. nowadays because you got to verify. <laughs> Otherwise, you're <laughs> in jail because you kissed the wrong person these days. You know, uh, anyways, uh, here you go. Another story. New York governor refusing to budge on vaccine mandate for nurses. You're replaceable. Well, they were heroes yesterday. Today, oh, yeah. they're zeros. Yeah, and you know, that that complete narrative flip is insane. And, you know, we've only gone through a portion of this. I know we're coming across commercial break in about one, two minutes here. Um, But it's just like the amount of stories here is absolutely insane. I think we could probably go the whole rest of the show. We could probably do a whole show on this, bro. We'll dive into it a little bit more. You guys drop your stories that they want you to forget on COVID in the chat. We'll probably do a whole show on this maybe Friday or next week. Uh, We'll call it Remembering COVID-19 rest in peace we'll do something snarky (laughs) like that yes i said snarky we'll be back after these messages from our sponsors you're listening to the rundown live on kgradb band video and more hang in there share the live feed and if you want to know where to find out more the rundownlive.com is where you can support us donate and contribute we are 100 funded by you guys we'll be back in just a few Want to talk about it. 
I don't want to talk about it. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk about how to plan for an emergency. Get tips and resources to make your family's emergency plan. Hey members, the new KGRADB app is now available on iOS and Android devices. Gain on-demand access to any KGRADB programming. Download any show directly to your mobile device to listen or watch on the go. Go to the App Store and search KGRADB. Welcome to the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, thekgradb.com. Here you'll find great new content, including the KGRA Classics, great shows from our archives. You'll be able to see the showtimes and information so you can see what show is currently on air. The On Air Live button. So just go to this section and you'll be able to hear the show live with exceptional sound quality. We also have the Vault section. Make sure to subscribe to get access to great content and special features. We have the make content for our latest news and events, so make sure to sign up and you can be part of our forum. So make sure to check out the new KGRA digital broadcasting website, the KGRADB.com. We look forward to seeing you there and we hope that you enjoy the new website. To the Rundown Live weekdays on KGRA Radio. Kristan T. Harris, Don Vi Jr. Visit TheRundownLive.com. And we're back from commercial break on the syndication, KGRADV.com, home to John B. Wells, Caravan of Midnight in the Evening, amongst many other great programs. Check them out. Also live on band.video. Find our videos. Share the live link. You can find The Rundown Live anywhere where podcasts are found. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, and TheRundownLive.com is the best place to donate. We're going to dive into some of these. What are some of the stories that impacted you the most around the COVID and uh, the propaganda was strong, bro. It was crazy. It, like, 12-year-old gets COVID vaccine as a birthday gift. Like, that's what kids want. That's how bad we were propagandists. They didn't want a PS5, which was, by the way, impossible to get during the COVID era. They were going oh, yeah. to 12 or $1,300 for a PS5. In fact, I think you still can't get one to this day. They're improbable. They're still selling for a ton of money. 12-year-old, just literally, he's like, Mommy, what do you want for your – oh, Jimmy – Mommy, what for my birthday? I want the COVID vaccine because I want to live longer. And as we know, like, that's literally how messed that that's effed up, bro. It is. It's very much. And, and you know, you said we were uh, propagandized. Uh, and, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, we have 100 uh, percent. Hopefully it's included in this, you know, plethora of stories. But we have 100 percent confirmed 
uh, you know, usage of propaganda. Well, there's one of them. There's, that's Canada. I was talking about the UK, but there's, you know, it's right there. Yeah, militarily, militarily, wow. Military leaders saw a pandemic as unique opportunity to test propaganda on Canadians report. A plan to devise by Canadian Joint Operations Command relied on propaganda techniques similar to those employed during the Afghan war. Were they at war, bro? Were they at war with their own people? They were considering it essentially. When you're, I mean, whenever I'm, you're, because I'm, I'm writing up a short op-ed on, uh, on Break the Matrix right now. I have been, you know, just doing a little bit of work on it every other day or so. Um, essentially talking about the fact that we are uh, in the trenches of an information war. That's the title of it. We are in the trenches of an information war. Um, and. Uh, you know, it really goes to show the amount of propaganda that we've been hit with. So, you know, I was mentioning, um, you know, the UK, uh, that was Canada. Uh, and even today, you know, we have information coming out. We can probably touch on a little toward the end of the program. Uh, you know, we published in the Free Thought Project. New information came out uh, that they literally spent like a billion dollars propagandizing the biden administration did propagandizing americans to get them to take the covid jab uh it, crazy stuff right and that's breaking news on the glenn beck show last week uh they they literally prevented news agencies from bringing in uh, con uh conflicting views and people who are injured due to vaccines that's why you got no coverage from the mainstream media because they were getting that billion dollars from your taxpayer wallet ah you paid for it <laughs> you stupid little american oh paying your taxes to the government that uses it against you uh but you got to pay the taxes right uh here it is nsl nsw police has also advised the cemetery that visiting the grave of a loved one in the cemetery is not considered a reasonable excuse to leave your home. You couldn't visit your dead people. F the dead people. Right? You can't visit them. No, mom, grandma, mom, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever it is that died, they didn't want you to visit your cemetery. You're going to be there alone, bro. Right, You're going right. to be driving. Who's at the cemetery? Have you ever been to a cemetery to visit an ex, uh, a former loved one? I have. There's literally like you and one other person or two other person in an oddly parked car that's sitting there that's bouncing around, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, they went after people who were literally by themselves. Uh, I saw videos of people who were literally on the beach by themselves. There was no one else around. Uh, I think this is in either Florida or California. It's probably, you know, communist California. Um, and a guy was out on the beach by himself doing nothing, just, you know, chilling. Maybe he went for a swim because I think he had trunks on. Uh, and they arrested the guy uh, in Australia is another prominent story. Again, circling back to Australia, um, where this couple, just two people were literally in the middle of BFE, you know, bum F Egypt, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. They had to use a damn helicopter to fly in, find their tent, set the, set the police down and arrested them and took them out on helicopter. That's in New South Wales, Australia. In, in, in an act to have free promotion for the new Batman movie, the Riddler as a baby picture has come up. <laughs> oh, man. Literally, they put a mask over the whole baby's face. They cut out two holes, and all they had to do is put some glasses over, and that's the Riddler from the new Batman. Right. And then, by the way, I really enjoyed the acting by the adversary who played the Riddler in the new Batman. It's really, I like the dark flow of the new Batman. I just didn't like the propaganda, which was only like in one or two spots, really heavily propagandized. Go see the movie. It's a good movie, other than that. And then, you know, it might ruin the movie for you, but. Uh, this is it. This is a kid wearing a mask and the parents cut out holes for the eyes. And, and you know, cool. stuff like this that really pisses me off. This is out outright child abuse. Um, 
that's all I really have to say, but it's outright child abuse. And if you're the type of person to do this, screw you. You're a horrible human but being. They, but bro, but they care about their kids. They just don't know. <laughs> they, but the thing is, don't you feel sorry for people that buy the propaganda? I they, they, like this person really believes that they love their child so much I, I that if they cut out two ghost holes, like a ghost in Pac-Man, uh, those little ghosts that go around, uh, and they put the mask over the baby's full head that they're really saving their kid. I'm just being honest. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said what I just said. So I, I apologize for that. It just really gets me heated. So, but no, yeah, I, 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 I do understand. You should be angry, but yeah, you should yeah. be angry at the misinformation. These I, and people, I am. Yeah. And these people, like, I get it. You want to be mad at them because you believe what's right for them. I'm a, I'm a libertarian. Uh, I'd rather point and laugh and be like, ha, 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 ha. Well, why would you do I, this? You know? it's, it's not that I believe, uh, you know, what's what's right for them. It's just, you know, you're right. You should be mad at the, the, the misinformation. And it's just the, uh, my uh, bit of the disdain goes for the people who refuse to even attempt to educate themselves, you know, because right. ignorance is a choice. They care so much. Uh, they believe religiously. And because they confide in it, they they actually, like like I said, when you eat GMO news, when you eat fake news, you grow fake ideas in your brain. And that goes for no matter what political ideology you have. So, uh, and, and then being ignorant enough to not look up all research, if it's mattered that much to you, and it wasn't a religious theosophy per se, uh, you would actually look into the all the information on the left and the right. You wouldn't just buy an official narrative. Here we go. Uh, we have a uh, seahorse uh, towing on a mask, you know, because we have uh, mask again in 2022 where uh, it's okay uh, to have paper straws, right? But we can just leave our masks all over the place. There's literally at one point I thought I was going to make a documentary of just tens of thousands of mass pictures of masks just laying everywhere in the world. And they were useless, bro. No one yeah. wants to talk about the pollution that masks created, but they want to tell you that you can't breathe and that carbon is bad and that you shouldn't have kids, but yet we can pollute the world with masks all over. And here's a seahorse. They're like, oh, I found a new like mask from even the seahorse wanted a mask. It was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, uh, especially with the new information that's come out, you know, there is a, uh, uh, at least two new articles that I've seen recently from Swiss Policy Report, um, and another one that I wrote for Free Thought Project, where the the, the Washington Post themselves admitted that mass mandates didn't work. And uh, I also, around that same time, I covered that. I also covered an article, uh, or at least I, you know, aggregated an article from Eco uh, Eco Watch, uh, talking about the massive amounts of mask pollution. I mean, the amount of uh, pollution that these uh, absolutely useless, you know, face muzzles have have you know pumped into the world is atrocious. There are, I think, upwards of a hundred million pounds of more uh, pollution at this point floating through the oceans because of face masks. Uh, that's not an exact number, but it's somewhere around there. Just look up EcoWatch face mask pollution on DuckDuckGo. I'm sure you'll find the article I'm talking about. Well, you know what's interesting is before all the censorship. People would be encouraged to make videos like that until they started censoring things. I, you know how many fluoride videos I watch of people like interviewing local officials and experts and bringing counter viewpoints that are no longer out there or, you know, whatever it might be, GMOs, OMG, GMO, and all these other things. People were encouraged to use their artistic ability to expose the corruption, and now it's just censored. And you got to go to BitChute or Rumble or Band.Video or Battleplan.News or whatever, Future News news or all these other places censored.tv i don't know i don't know wherever you're free to post whatever the hell you want and you're not violating you know anyone's individual liberties or freedoms here it is remember halloween they said uh kids in ontario are being encouraged to not sing or shout for treats <laughs> that will get them that will stop covid 
it's like uh what, what was that movie you, you mentioned earlier i'm a big movie buff and now i can't remember was it greece where they they banned dancing wasn't it wasn't it greece <laughs> i don't remember uh greece uh I, I don't i like listen man musicals unless it's cannibal the musical i'm not right. really musical unless it's a comedy musical like yeah like the I'm only one that i really show is like the furthest i will go yeah, like the only one I can really sit through is like Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> that's because I'm a horror movie guy. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's why I like Cannibal the Musical, started by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, Libertarian. <laughs> South Park, they made it on uh, Trauma. Remember Trauma flicks? They're like, surf Nazis must die. And yeah. feel her condom, the rubber that rubs you out. These are real movies, by the way. <laughs> you know, class of Newcomb High, there's a nuclear war, and now students are mutilated. Toxic Avenger, you know. And by the way, class. Lewis over there at Aftermath.fm. He was uh, the to- Citizen Toxie and Toxic Avenger. He was the oh, voice. Wow. Yeah. That movie was precarious because citizen a lady got pregnanted, or impregnated by a Toxic Avenger, both the dark version of him and the good light version, and she had twins. She didn't know who they belonged to. That's what that movie was essentially about. And if you don't know what Toxic <laughs> Avenger is, it's somebody that got had like toxic goo like the ninja turtles and got mutilated but fights the world with a mop that's something that stanley spadowski and uhf would be proud of uh anyways uh cdc recommends a virtual thanksgiving gobble gobbled except for from your own hobble here at the home uh not for you jerome i should be a rapper there's tom mcdonald i can write his next song just kidding <laughs> Ghost Rider, man. Dude, that show was great back in the day. It sure was. Ghost Rider. <laughs> like, kids love that show. Um, here you go. Uh, look at this. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, can we do this now? Just like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and just lock your kid in a little cage that like <laughs> bubbles all over. Here's some toys. We'll be back in half an hour. Right. And and I watch them. Yeah, and the giant plastic bubble that might not have any air holes. I hope it at least has air holes. But even then, like, just imagine how hot it is in there. Well, it's good for climate change, bro. Get rid of the babies. You know, uh, you know, maybe you won't get a ticket in the future. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You think I'm kidding? But like, that's where it's gonna go. I that's know. Uh, Bill Cole Beasley is unvaccinated. He's unvaccinated. None shall pass. Forced to quarantine after testing negative for COVID because he came in contact with a fully vaccinated trainer who had the virus. Irony. <laughs> Big time irony. Uh, he, got, he got the Aaron Rodgers treatment before Aaron Rodgers got the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Which, by the way, congratulations to um, homie Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, he got a big-time contract. He is now the richest and highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, and we're glad to have him in Green Bay. I tell you that. There's people that wanted to move on, but I'm telling you, I'm glad he's back. Uh, and what a leader he is, you know, being genuine and honest and uh, willing to say things that other people aren't willing to in a very – propagandized time that's real hero that's real courage and people want to say oh it's time to get rid of that yeah you know he's been uh immunized look at him you know every time we lose somebody sends uh immunization post he was immunized you know immunized anyways here you go if you think you have covid even if the pcr is coming back negative regard it regard it as COVID and self-isolate, a UK director of public health said, because the PCR test didn't work, ah, oh, they locked you out all up on fraudulent information. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the PCR fraud was one of the biggest things that, that really drove the entire scamdemic. And, uh, you know, anybody wants to get a good, you know, glimpse at just how fraudulent it is, just check out Derek Rose's uh, videos, the PCR deception. He did two good ones. It was like the PCR deception, and I think another one was called the, the PCR deception crumbles or continues or something like that. Um, but he did a lot of great work just highlighting just how useless those things are. And for those that aren't watching on any of the streams, but listening on the audio stream at KGRA, we're glad that you're with us. Uh, there's a mountain of masks in the garbage dump. When they show the garbage dump, it's like all masks. And that was a picture that was shown, and that kind of confirms what you were just talking about, right? Uh, here's another interesting one. If you are fully jabbed against COVID, the next step to improve your immunity may be to actually catch the virus, experts warn. <laughs> Because autoimmune or because, uh, you know, self-immunization through uh, beating the virus is better than, uh, you know, natural immunity is way better than the man-made. Who, who thought that yeah. God could make a better process than man? How horrible. Yeah. You know, those scientists, they don't believe in God. So yeah. they have to beat and this. Even, and even now we have the CDC's Rochelle Walensky coming out and admitting uh, that they uh, miscalculated when they pushed the vaccine. Uh, did you saw that earlier? No, oh no, I have not. What was it? Uh, it essentially, because I wasn't, I was just going through the headlines this morning when I was prepping for the show, and um, you know, it's essentially she went on. I think it was like CNN or something last night, and uh, basically, you know, another flip flop saying, you know, maybe that they uh, made a miscalculation by pushing the vaccine so hard in the early days. Oh, maybe they did, and now when people are going to start dying of cancer and uh, heart issues and everything mm -hmm. in the next ten years, and they'll make even more money. <laughs> myocarditis and all these different types of cancers and the autoimmune oh, diseases. We're going to dive into that in just a second here. That's mm -hmm. great that you brought that up. Oh, LMFAO guys, you guys are getting desperate. Damn right. You're leap, lap, LARPers. Silly unvax filth, second class filth. <laughs> that, that's what people were. That's how they treat you. Oh, Go to that, New York. That's how they were. Yeah. Propagandized. Uh, the official trailer. National Geographic did a documentary on his greatness. <laughs> I bet they didn't include him colluding with Francis Collins to censor the Great Barrington Declaration or any of that stuff with the EcoHealth Alliance and the gain of function in Wuhan and all the other horrible things he did. Murdering puppies. That's another thing that people need to remember Fauci did. So baby is not qualified to be exempt from using Leave Home Safe app barred from entering sports center. So baby's got to be jabbed, even though they're more likely to die from the jab than, than from the vax or from the from uh, the actual disease. Right. And what else can you call that other than a eugenics operation? I mean, that's just plain evil. If you know that the child is more likely to die from the shot than the disease oh, and you still want to force them, that's it's straight up eugenics operation. Look at this. You get to play Apple VR while getting the jab. Oh, look at that. You can <laughs> pretend that this kid is so scared. Look at it. So there's a picture of a of a, what looks like an eight-year-old boy, eight to ten years, uh, has or girl, could be, you never know, uh, with a uh, VR headset on, pretending there's someplace else, while the father holds his hand, he's a quadruple mask there, and then a cloth mask mom uh, is holding his other hand as the doctor injects him, and he's terrified, given an image by AP. Uh, you know, and kids kids were terrified of this stuff, man. I mean, they, they pushed all that virtue signaling and propaganda, but, you know, kid, kids have been absolutely – like, I feel so bad for the younger generation between what they went through in schools, between the psychological impact of lockdowns and being forced away from their peers and forced out of schools, uh, you know, the, the, the impact on their sociological development and the way that they were hit with these this vax propaganda and forced to take this leaky, experimental, untested, does-not-work – 
Bro. eugenics jab. Uh, I feel so damn bad for the younger generation. Oh, come on, Santa Claus got the jab from Doctor Fauci. <laughs> That's not mis- medical misinformation. No, that got promoted all over the news. Now, don't worry, kids. kids Christmas isn't canceled. Although, yeah, you know, only three households present. Parties no longer than two hours, and guests must stay outside. <laughs> Uh, avoid singing, chanting, and shouting for Thanksgiving. You know, there's rules, though. You can't have a normal. And what did they wrap their gifts in? Like metal? They're like, here's a metal. Here's tin foil. Like maybe we wrapped everything in tin foil, since you know a disease doesn't last as long on it. Child lost to COVID nineteen, and the bottom part of the article says, however, it was revealed that coronavirus was not the reason for either his hospital admission or death. And and that's another thing. Like uh, like you said earlier, we could spend a whole show covering this sort of stuff because it's just absolutely insane. Uh, the amount of deliberate disinformation that these prostitutes have have proliferated throughout the airwaves. Here's California County mandates masks in private homes. You had to wear a mask inside your home, <laughs> and somebody might be peeking in your windows with binoculars. And if his shirt doesn't say NSA, it's not okay. I was about to say, you got to watch out for the NSA, man. Or maybe your in-home AI is going to be watching you until you're not wearing you're not wearing your mask. Someone call the SWAT team. Young man was clean bill of health, left hours from death uh, in hospital after catching COVID nineteen. Yeah, just the propaganda is thick. Uh, and anyone, uh, National Chocolate Covering Anything Day. Everything is up for grab. Just make sure you know what ingredients are in your chocolate first. <laughs> this is from the U.S. FDA official Twitter. That, that's and the, the picture just just to drive it home for the for the people that, that aren't watching the video broadcast. It was a picture of someone dunking a piece of pizza into a giant bowl of chocolate. Uh, first of all, that's disgusting. Secondly, how much? <laughs> uh, Secondly, how much more just unhealthy can you get? And this is being promoted by the FDA, the same people that says, "Oh, you have to take good care of your health." Lunacy. Clown world intensifies. Rep. Jason Crow, Democrat from Colorado, says he's tested positive for coronavirus. I'm thankful to be fully vaccinated and boosted and experiencing only mild symptoms. The vaccine is safe and effective. When they came out and they said it worked, remember, if you get the jab, you won't get it. Omicron and Delta may strike people at the same time and combine to create an even worse COVID variant. The mandolin and the penguin and a bat got together and had an orgy at some Silicon Valley tech club, and the result was whatever Omni Delta uh, coronavirus. <laughs> they, they tried that crap twice. They tried the, the Delta Cron, and then that didn't work. And then they tried to Hail Mary, and they're like, you'll get the flu Rona. You'll get coronavirus and the flu at the same time, you because now apparently the flu is magically returned, even though they, they pretended it went somewhere last year. <laughs> Here it is. We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing, and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourself, your families, and hospitals. You may soon, I mean, you may soon overwhelm. That's from the government White House in the United States. Yeah, um, that's great messaging for the public from our, <laughs> from our wonderful, fearless leader wishing death and suffering on Americans. That's the way to unite the country and what COVID-19 was really about COVID vaccine profits meant nine new pharma billionaires hey billionaires are being made in pharma and they've conned you into taking their jab 
Yeah, their profits have gone up exponentially. And it wasn't just pharma. Pharma primarily, but even people like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, their wealth has ex- uh, has increased exponentially while the working class and the impoverished and the poor uh, have been absolutely financially decimated. And we're going to just skip into it. Top five mommy crumb symptoms are a runny nose. Sounds like a cold. Headache. Sounds like a cold. Fatigue. Sounds like a cold. Sneezing. Sounds like a cold. Sore throat. Sounds like a flu. Uh, here it is real times from brazil it'll take a minute for that to access it pops up like that on my browser as well but it'll usually covid vaccine as 1291 side effects it's right up there with fluoride imagine bro if they made a commercial like this is what we need to do a satire commercial and they're like Get the, the Pfizer COVID vaccine is completely safe, says your doctor. Side effects may include, and then there would be like an hour of just side effects. The release, literally. like literally, like you wonder why they don't list the side effects of COVID on a commercial because there's 1,291 side effects. How can that even be safe? That's like, right. boy, you know, what are your odds of getting certain things? You know, they say 90% chance of having side effects from COVID vaccines. A 90% chance. So, yeah. And, you know, so, you know, now put that into context. We have all of these and we can definitely, you know, slightly dive into the side effects. But, you know, it makes more sense now. You start to realize why they said, oh, we need to classify this information for 75 years. It's, It's why that even though it wasn't legally a vaccine until they changed the definition of vaccine to fit their Orwellian hell world, uh, that they passed this emergency authorization that gave the, uh, the manufacturer's legal uh, an umbrella essentially that where you couldn't get sued because you already can't sue vaccine manufacturers in the United States. But because it wasn't legally a, vac- a vaccine, they had to push through new uh, legal protections because uh, just in case something happens, uh, you know, they don't want to get their asses sued off. Uh, it, it makes more sense in hindsight when you start looking at all these things. And many people haven't heard this because no one in the news is talking about it. About it in a 55,000 page set of documents, which is another whole show mm-hmm. released on Tuesday. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration Center for Biolo- Bi- Biologics Evaluation and Research, CBER, is the first time allowing the public to access data Pfizer submitted to FDA for its clinical trials in support of COVID 19 vaccine license. This follows the U.S. District Judge Mark T. Pittman's decision on January 6th to deny the request from the FDA to suppress the data for the next 75 five years, which the agency claimed was necessary in part because it is limited to resources. Just dump the data. Well, that's what they did. When Pfizer applied the FDA approval, they were aware of almost 158,000, 158,000 adverse events. Let's, let's just scroll down a little because we only have like three minutes to wrap. And I really want people to know some of these insane side effects because there's a crap load of autoimmune dis- disorders. There's uh, yeah, here we go. We have acute flaccid uh, metitis. We have anti-sperm antibody positive. We have brainstem embolism, brainstem thrombosis, cardiac arrest, cardiac failure, cardiac ventular thrombosis, cardiac shock, a lot of heart problems, uh, central nervous system vasculitis, death neonatal, deep vein thrombosis, encephalitis brainstem, uh, encephalitis uh, hemographic, uh, frontal lobe epilepsy, foaming at the mouth, epileptic psychosis, facial paralysis, fatal distress in, or fetal distress syndrome, gastrointestinal ambiditis or 
and uh, however the hell you pronounce it, <laughs> generalized tonic clonic seizure, uh, Hashimo, however the hell you pronounce that word, uh, encephalopathy, uh, heptic vascular thrombosis, herpes zoster uh, reactivation, immune medicated hepatitis, intestinal lung disease, or uh, what was it in? Uh, interstitial however the hell you pronounce that i'm not a big medical guy i don't know how to really yeah, love there's it. so many words we just don't know what it means i looked through this list keep in mind there's like 1246 other medical conditions here listed yeah. this is a bombshell and it no is, one's talking about it. and mind you this is mainstream press out of brazil the rio times for anyone who doesn't know what the rio times is it is the second largest uh english language latin american mainstream uh press in in all of latin america all second only to Mexico Daily News. Uh, so it's the second largest circulated English language uh, mainstream press in, in Central America based out of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, this is Brazil's mainstream media actually has the courage to at least talk about it. But our mainstream press absolutely doesn't. Um, but if you really want to get a huge, um, you know, a, a look into more of these uh, autoimmune disorders and all these other problems. I know Derek Rose did a fant- uh, not Derek Rose. I apologize. Jason Burmas did a fantastic video. Um, really covering all the stuff. We have like one minute to the show wrap. So I just want to pump that. Well, my mother just timed in. This is weird. My mom doesn't really listen into the program ever. So it's nice to see her listening in the show. And she said, we just found out that one of our relatives got Bell's palsy from the vaccine. Oh, that's, that's Man. terrible. Man, you know, uh, it's weird, but you know, the, the medical industry and FDA in general has been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to leave you guys with this. Illuminate with fluoride. Love you guys. <laughs> Tooth decay got you down? To maintain the aesthetics and health of your teeth, try Illuminate with fluoride. It strengthens your enamel, defends your teeth against bacteria and plaque, and protects your gums from gingivitis. And unlike non-fluoride toothpaste, it promotes new bone formation, giving you that pearly white smile you've always dreamed of. Exposure to fluoride may cause tooth discoloration, weakened enamel, and dental fluorosis, allergic or hypersensitive skin reactions, gastric distress and headache, as well as sleep disorder, diminished IQ, inability to focus, memory loss, lethargy, and weakness may occur. More serious fluoride side effects include brain cancer, DNA damage, thyroid disruption, Alzheimer's disease, accelerated aging, skeletal fluorosis, pineal gland calcification, and in rare cases may be fatal. Overdose of fluoride symptoms may include nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, diarrhea, drooling, numbness or tingling, loss of feeling anywhere in your body, muscle stiffness or seizure. Fluoride ingestion may also disrupt the synthesis of collagen and lead to a breakdown of collagen in bone, tendon, muscle, skin, cartilage, lungs, kidney, trachea, and arteries. If you experience any of these behaviors, contact your doctor immediately. Say cheese with confidence. Visit any retailer anywhere for Illuminate Toothpaste with fluoride.